0: Hey everyone, we're back. It's another edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast as we take a look at some new players joining the team for this week of April 13th. the day we're announcing them at least. As this week we're kind of taking a look at some JUCO players. These junior college talents are guys you see throughout the West Coast League and it might not always be the flashiest of names seeing these types of players joining the Apple Sox. However, they're extremely important because a lot of these guys are pushing to switch up to a Division I school, transfer over to a Division I school. And obviously, how they perform in the summer is a big part of that. Whether or not they're going to be able to have that chance to get to the D1 level. And, you know, each year you kind of see some of these guys do that. They do make that jump to the next level. Last year we saw Jared Engman do it, and thanks to a really strong performance from him in the summer. He, of course, played. His first two years of college at Tacoma Community College and then ended up transferring to the University of Washington where he's doing a really solid job right now. So the Apple Sox are hoping to see if they can perhaps get a few more guys to make a similar transition this coming summer. So let's get things started for this week's roster announcements. We'll begin with the right-hander Connor Ashworth from Spokane Falls. And some of you might be familiar with him. He is a Brewster native. He graduated from Brewster High School back in 2020. And he is the third Brewster alumni who will play for the Apple Sox this summer. He's going to join his former teammates with the Bears, Corey Gerald and Quincy Vassar, who have already been announced as players who will play with the Apple Sox this summer. Ashworth is not allowed a run in his first 11 innings over his first five games on the mound this spring with Spokane Falls. His strong start has included five scoreless innings and a 10-4 victory over Yakima Valley on March 30th. And the Bears' alum has had a really solid season so far and had a good year as well back in high school. Didn't get a play in 2020. Good high school career, I should say. Didn't get a play in 2020 because of the pandemic. But his best prep season was as a junior in 2019. He posted a 112 ERA with 42 strikeouts over 25 innings in seven games five of which were starts and route to Brewster, going on to finish third at state. Now let's welcome in the head coach of the Wenatchee Applesonics, Mitch Darlington, to get his take on Connor Ashworth.
1: This week's roster additions are all stemming from uh, NWAC schools, um, all in-state community college programs, um, that I've been fortunate enough to build some relationships with the coaching staffs. And uh, really excited about all these guys coming in Um, from everything uh, that their coaches have told me. They're all high character, high quality guys, um, and very talented kids as well. So let's start with uh, Spokane Falls. We've got two arms coming from um, Spokane. One of them is a local product. It's uh, Connor Ashworth from Brewster. Uh, During my time at Big Bend, we actually spent... Um, a little bit of time recruiting Connor. Um, We know he's from a a very strong baseball family. His dad used to coach baseball. Uh, His brother had a very uh, successful baseball career, um, I believe at Yakima Valley College, um, and then moved on to play as well. So comes from a baseball family, Uh, really, really good arm, Um, upper 80s fastball, um, and just a competitor on the mound. Um, I think that stems kind of from him being a part of a baseball family you know he he knows how to compete Um, he wants the ball in his hand and uh, he's going to get after it so we're excited to have Connor uh, a part of us this coming up summer Um, he's had he's had a fantastic year so far Uh, look I was looking at his outings the other day have been uh, texting him a little bit about it and um, I, I don't believe he's given up an earned run so far this season so Uh, Off to a great start for him and um, another guy that I think is going to be on a lot of schools' radars uh, as he progresses into this summer and and keeps succeeding at Spokane.
0: Another member of the Sasquatch from Spokane Falls will join the Apple Sox, and this one is Garrett Gores. The Spokane Falls righty has a four-fifty ERA with 14 strikeouts and 16 innings over six games. Gores has tossed multiple innings of relief in five appearances, and four times he has tossed three or more innings on the hill. The Spokane native graduated from Gonzaga Prep last year and has made a difference in his freshman year on the mound and at the plate. Talked about his work on the hill, he's also hitting .269 with a .406
1: on-base percentage in 14 games. The other arm from Spokane is Garrett Gores. Garrett is a, another just a high-quality guy, um, always is going to want the ball in his hand, always wants to pitch, so he's going to eat a lot of innings for us this summer. Um, locates three pitches for strikes. Um, I've actually spoken to a couple other four-year schools that have, that his name's already on their radar, and he's just starting off his freshman year at Spokane, so um, really bright future ahead for Garrett. Uh, excited to get him in an Apple Sox uniform and, and continue to see him progress on the mound. Late last season, some of you might have been at the game in which Evan Canfield
0: suited up in the West Coast League and the right-hander is going to do so again this year, this time with the Apple Sox. The Bothell, Washington native graduated from Jackson High School last year and is in his freshman year at Edmonds Community College. He has not appeared in any games yet due to injury, but as I mentioned, he pitched last year in the WCL back on August 4th with the Port Angeles lefties, and it was against the Apple Sox. The right-hander struck out seven hitters over five and two-thirds innings and only allowed two runs, and a really solid action for him for a guy who had just graduated from high school a couple of months earlier. Canfield would appear in two more games and posted a three ERA with 12 strikeouts over 12 innings on the hill.
1: Uh, our next arms uh, are from Edmonds Community College. During my time at Big Bend, we, uh, it seemed like every big game, um, whether it be in the NWAC um, championship tournament, whether it be in a regional, it seemed like we were always lined up against Edmonds. Um, and one thing I always noticed about them is they, they really always have a great pitching staff. Uh, their head coach, Scott Kelly, does a phenomenal job uh, just getting his pitchers polished. Um, And not only developing them as far as velo and stuff goes, but teaching them truly how to pitch. Um, And so I've always kind of admired the way uh, their pitching staff has looked and and just the way they go about their business. So we grabbed um, three three arms from them. The first one's Evan Canfield. Uh, Evan uh, spent a little bit of time last summer with the Port Angeles lefties. He actually threw against Wenatchee in Wenatchee. Uh, had a solid outing against the Apple Sox. Um, so having that previous West Coast League experience is really going to help him this summer. Um, and we're expecting big things out of Evan. Um, he's healing up from a little bit of an arm injury right now, so I don't believe he's had an outing with Edmonds this, this spring season. Um, but we have big expectations for him. We, uh, we're going to let him come in and compete right away for you know one of our starting rotation jobs. So excited about him. Anthony Sandeos is another member
0: of the Tritons who's going to be joining the Apple Sox this summer. He's in his freshman year, like the previous member who we mentioned from Edmonds Community College, Evan Canfield. And Sandeos has appeared in four games this year so far. He has a 4.63 ERA through 11 and two-thirds innings. And his best outing so far came on March 5th when he only allowed two runs over six and two-thirds innings. And get this, that was all in relief. It ended up being a loss against Lane, but really solid work from him out of the bullpen. Sendejas is also a Bothell, Washington native, and he graduated from Bothell High School last year. The Southpaw only appeared in five games as a senior, of course, with the season being a little bit abbreviated, but he did post a 252 ERA over 16 and 2 thirds innings. Opponents only hit 217 against Sendejas in his final high school
1: season. The next arm uh, is Anthony Sendejas. Uh, And he's a great left-handed arm to have um, in our bullpen, has a really good swing and miss slider, um, which he almost reminds me a little bit of uh, Roger Thomas um, from UC Irvine, which we've talked about. Um, Just a really good out pitch that he has, which uh, makes him valuable coming out of the bullpen to get you out of a tough situation. Um, And so he'll primarily see that role um, but he, he's another one that's ha- had some good numbers so far this season um, and is a true freshman, so just getting his experience, just getting his feet wet, um, and I think he's going to have a great summer for us. Utility man Connor Bourbon is the final
0: member of Edmonds signed to play for the Apple Sox this summer. Bourbon has been used solely as a position player this spring with the Tritons and is batting 315 through the first 22 games of his freshman year. The Tumwater Washington native graduated from Tumwater High School last year and he helped lead them to a 14-1 record in the shortened 2021 season. And here's a little bit about what Apple Sox head coach Mitch Darlington had to say
1: about Connor Bourbon. Uh, the final player from Edmonds is um, Connor Bourbon. Connor was originally signed with the Apple Sox um, primarily primarily just to pitch. Um, in the fall talking with their coach they thought okay he could he could probably end up being our closer um but throughout the course of the season he's a left-handed hitter and his bat has just been so hot they haven't been able to keep him out of the lineup um and he's another guy that can play uh various spots in the infield so you know we're gonna let him come in and try to compete right away to be a two-way guy um and open that door up for him um, especially early on in the season, you know, before uh, our full roster really gets in and gets settled, um, we're, we're probably going to need him in our lineup some days. So um, he'll have the opportunity to step right in um, and compete and compete for uh, a two-way job. Ian Hughes is the Apple Sox lone addition
0: from Columbia Basin College this summer. And the right-hander has a 4.24 ERA over 40 and a third innings in eight games, all of which have been starts as a freshman. Fans in the Apple Capital have already had an opportunity to watch Hughes as he only allowed one run over five innings and struck out five Wenatchee Valley College Knights back on April 6th. Now the Twin Falls Idaho native graduated from Canyon Ridge High School last year and he had a 139 ERA with 72 strikeouts. Over 40 in the third innings in 11 games as a senior.
1: Next guy we have coming in for the summer is Ian Hughes um, from Columbia Basin College. Ian uh, is a true freshman, and he is off to just a tremendous start. Uh, I believe he's thrown about 40 innings, and his strikeouts are sitting above 60, um, which is which means his K per, Ks per nine is just ridiculous. Um He's got a low 90s fastball uh, with just a hammer curveball that um, has really been his out pitch, which is why those Ks are so high. Um, So really excited to have Ian a part of us. Um, With those two pitches alone, you know, you either are thinking this guy is either going to come in and and compete for a starting rotation job or he's going to be more of a bullet that you add to the back end of your bullpen um, to come in and close out a game. Um, So... Either way, I know that Ian is happy in either either one of those roles. Um, he's just a, a, a guy that's excited to pitch, wants to come in and be a contributor, um, and the moment's not going to be too big for him. Um, he, he's going to be excited to be in the West Coast League, excited to be a part of this roster, um, and I, I, think, uh, I think he's going to be a Division I uh, caliber arm here. Um, he's going to be on a lot of guys' radars this summer. Um, and, I mean, I, I believe he's leading the NWAC in strikeouts, so right there is going gonna, is gonna to turn a lot of heads and uh, get some attention on him. So uh, excited to have Ian a part of us and uh, ready to get him out here to Wenatchee.
0: Rounding things out on this week's roster additions is Chelan native Drake Bird, who's going to join the Apple Sunks behind the plate this summer. He's in his freshman year at Lower Columbia College and is hitting three thirteen through his first eight games. He's also collected a hit in six of the seven games that he has recorded an at-bat in. The catcher and 2021 Chelan High School graduate played in two games with the Cascade Collegiate League All-Stars last year, though neither game was against the Apple Sox. He did hit 286 in a pair of exhibition non-league games, including going two for four against the Walla Walla Suites on
1: June 22nd. Our last roster edition for this week, is another local product coming from Chelan high school. Um, it's Drake bird. He's currently at lower Columbia college, uh, which is just, if you follow the NWAC, um, if you, if you follow the local, uh, community colleges, you know, that lower Columbia is kind of the class of the NWAC, um, the just numerous championships in the last few years. Um, and just a tradition like like really no other school around here. So uh, he's had a fantastic program, and I think that's a great fit for him. He uh, He's one of the hardest-working guys that you're ever going to be around, um, and really that's that's going to be a, a big thing for him this summer is I, I really want him to come in here um, and push our other catchers uh, to elevate their game. Um, you know, when, when they see the way Drake works and the way he goes about his business, I think it's going to um, – it's going to make them want to work harder and it's going to push them, um, as well. Drake, uh, primarily catches, but, uh, he can do a little bit of everything. He's played some first base. Um, I know he's played a little bit of outfield, um, and they've actually tinkered with him at lower Columbia on the mound as well. So that's always nice to have when you're building a summer ball roster, um, having guys that can play numerous positions and can do, uh, various other things besides just, uh, be stuck in one position so excited to have Drake Uh, comes from a really great family Um, and so really excited just to have him be a part of us this summer. So that does it for this week's roster additions for the Apple
0: Sox. Seven players joining the team from junior colleges uh, throughout the state of Washington. Nice to get some in-state additions to the team and It'd be fun to watch how these guys kind of develop over the course of the summer. Talked about it at the outset, but you know, these junior college players, maybe not the flashiest schools to see guys coming from, but they're really important. It's important to add these kind of guys because these are your rising talents and the junior college route is kind of a free agency route in college sports in general. It's been this way for college baseball for a long time. But I think a lot of fans of college sports in general, you're seeing this in the college basketball and college football levels a lot more in recent years as that transfer portal has acted as a pseudo free agency, so to speak. So uh, we hope to have you tuning in next week as well as we'll take a look at some more players joining this Apple Sox team. We're kind of in the home stretch here. We're getting to a point where these have been weekly things where we've introduced new players. And we don't have too many left to introduce, but some important names still to come for this Apple Sox team. And we're getting closer. Opening day will be, of course, June 3rd. The home opener is on June 6th. And folks, I hope you've got your tickets. If you're in Wenatchee or in the state of Washington, maybe a neighboring community, I hope you've got your tickets for this summer. If you're looking at potentially getting season tickets, there is one great way to get those season tickets for free. And that's by being an Apple Sox host parent. Some of you may be familiar, but apple sox players and you 're familiar if you listen to this podcast. Apple Sox players come from all around the country, and they have to stay in the homes of local families throughout the season. Now, these players who suit up in the summer season in the West Coast League are not played are not paid. Beg your pardon, they are amateurs because they have college eligibility and they cannot be paid to play for baseball, so they 're playing for free. And thus, they really can't afford apartments to stay in. So they stay with host families from early June through mid-August. And it's a great way for fans, if you house a player, it's a great way to have someone to help out maybe around the house or to maybe even act as a role model for your kids. Maybe play a little bit of catch and entertain them a little bit as well. So they're a real asset to the community during the summer. And we offer a lot of benefits as a way to say thank you if you do house a player. We give you, as I mentioned, free season tickets. It's great for a lot of fans because it gives them a guy to cheer on all summer. I think that first night of the summer, it's funny because fans are still getting used to the players and you don't really recognize a lot of the names besides the returning players. So by hosting a player, you've got a guy to cheer on all summer and you can kind of keep a close eye on them and it really becomes a lifelong friend. Uh, We talk to a lot of people about how they, they still keep in touch with their their players they had from previous seasons and sometimes you even get invited to special occasions like weddings and whatnot so and it's a nice way to have become a family member in a lot of ways uh, with that player so to speak of course each year we do an invitation we also include an invitation to our host family appreciation dinner which is either Usually right before the start of the season, sometimes later in the season as well. But that's one of the benefits of being a host parent. We also offer free registration for your host family, if you're a host family, for your children to Apple Sox instructional clinics for youth kids. So those are a great opportunity for kids to learn from Apple Sox coaches and players. And if you host a player, you get into those absolutely for free. Of course, another benefit we do is the, one of those last games of the regular season. Typically, the final game of the regular season, we will recognize our host parents on the field with our players, and nice to get a, a picture with them. And who doesn't love going on the field before a game? It's a, it's pretty exciting to do as well. And as I mentioned, of course, just having a great lifelong relationship. You know, you'll keep in touch with these players after they leave Wenatchee, and. It'll be nice. I stayed with a host family my first year. Still stay in touch with them. Just talked to them a little bit last week, and you know they messaged me when our respective alma maters of the college baseball level were battling. And it's fun to keep in touch and have someone who kind of keeps the players linked to Wenatchee as well. If you're interested in housing a player, please email Apple General Manager Ali Shank. Her email is allie at applesocks.com or give us a call, 509-665-6900. So that does it for this week's podcast. Lots of other content to come in the coming weeks. In a couple of weeks, we're going to dive into the playoff changes for this 2022 season. We're going to have a couple different podcasts talking about that because I know a lot of you are familiar with the Canadian teams being added back in, all five of them, three of them brand new teams, a team also being added in Springfield. The West Coast League is going to look a little different in 2022 compared to 2021, and we're going to dig into not just those changes, but a change in the playoff structure, which is going to be a little bit different from previous seasons. We'll chat, of course, first with the commissioner of the West Coast League, Rob Nyer. That'll be up in a couple of weeks. And then we'll also probably have a little bit of long-form discussion where we talk about that as well here on the podcast and give our reaction to what we learned from Commissioner Nyer and much more information. So if you don't already, please subscribe to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast on Apple or Spotify. And make sure to like us on Facebook as well, Wenatchee Apple Sox. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Thanks for tuning in this week, everyone, for this week's roster announcements. Much more to come here on the Apple Sox Podcast Network.